welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I am Kurt Mackison, Executive Director, and I'm here with Ryan Dellinger. He is Executive Director of the Pennsylvania School Bus Association, PSBA. And uh, Ryan's been on the podcast before. So, Ryan, welcome back to NSTA, The Bus Stop. Hey, sure. Happy to be here, Kurt. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. So uh, I think it was a little while ago that uh, you joined us here at the bus stop. Why don't you just give a brief reintroduction and you know go over your role as executive director of PSBA? Sure. I've been in this role for nearly a year now. Believe it or not, it's certainly flown by. But since then, you know, I'm the primary liaison between our membership and the general public. Whether that's speaking with legislators, going to campaign events negotiating legislation with our contracted lobbyists, doing media interviews, and of course, working with our our membership on their various projects they want to advance. I really kind of have a, a hand in everything that the association does. Uh, that being said, we do have an engaged membership. We've got a good support staff helping me out behind the scenes, and you know that really helps keep us moving forward. Yeah, sure does. Now, I know you had a, a meeting this past week talk about one subject that is high on the priority list for a lot of private school bus operators, and that's entry-level driver training. So why don't you just talk about that, give us an overview of what we'll call ELDT and, and what that is. Sure. So basically, these new ELDT requirements put in place new federal standards for brand new drivers. It's important to note, brand new drivers to ensure that they are well-trained and able to operate these large vehicles safely. Now, if somebody has a potential driver come to them who's a veteran, who has a waiver because of their service, if it's a driver seeking a removal of a restriction from their license, or somebody who has a learner's permit for their class A, class B, et cetera, before February 7th, these requirements don't apply. If they come to you afterwards, unfortunately, they're subject to these new requirements. They put in place 93 topics encompassing 303 total practices that need to be tested and taught either in the classroom or behind the wheel. It also creates a training provider registry so individuals interested in obtaining a CDL can find providers in their area. Overall, it seems like a pretty comprehensive update to the CDL process. And of course, with that comes a lot of different paperwork that our folks are going to have to keep track of and, and fill out. Yeah. And one, you know, interesting thing is, you know, a couple of years ago, we, you know, we, we, the industry went through, you know, extension. And that was because at that time, the uh, trainer provider registry, you know, wasn't done. And, and, and so folks kind of deferred action over on this for another two years coming now due, the payment is coming due February 7th. But in, in terms of your membership, Ryan, do they have any concerns over you know the implementation of this? Certainly. Our, our membership has been understandably concerned. At face value, it seems like a lot of new requirements, a lot of new forms that need to be completed. And of course, with new forms comes the potential for audits. And they're of course, worried about how these new requirements would impact the driver shortage, which I'm sure is a concern shared across the country. We're already short drivers, so why increase the training that they need to do, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, However, Pennsylvania is fortunate. FMCSA has been very clear with us that Pennsylvania is in good shape to adapt to these new requirements. 
The school bus training that Pennsylvania has in place generally meets or exceeds these new standards. And our Department of Transportation has been working very closely with FMCSA to make sure that the state is ready to go. So anytime members come to us with concerns, we explain this to them and say, hey, look, it really isn't that scary as it might seem. And I think they come away a little more comfortable than they were previously. Definitely still scary, but man. Okay. You know, hosted the ELDT course. Tell us some of the things that you provided to PSBA members at that time. Sure. So we actually had two of our members. One was Beverly Peppernick from Craft School Bus and Richie Serafin from Smith Bus Company helped host the course up in Penn State. They provided just a general overview of the new requirements, like what information you needed to register in the training provider registry, who was eligible to be listed as a school bus instructor, what some a model test could look like. They reviewed some of the new forms that are going to be required to you know, be kept and tracked and managed under these new requirements. The course was really designed to get people ready to go for the 7th and served as, a, of course, a great networking opportunity. But throughout, we had a fairly robust Q&A session as topics came up. People could ask their questions. We could address them right there, including some folks were actively trying to register their locations during the meeting and they were able to get registered and all set, good to go right there. So really, I think it was a great educational opportunity. And I think everybody pretty much came away with a a warm and fuzzy feeling about what February 7th might look like for them. (laughs) Yes. Coming, you know, the coming due in in just a short couple of weeks. You know, did did you think you had, uh, you know, at the course, any, any great takeaways for you both personally or for the members? Yeah, so really the big things, of course, without getting too granular with the information, you really just need to take the time and be diligent about your record keeping. At least in Pennsylvania, though I'm sure it's similar in other states, there's really two sets of paperwork that contractors need to manage. There's the state paperwork and there's the federal paperwork. Now, they will at times overlap in training and tracking and et cetera, but again, new forms comes the odds for new audits. So really take your time, be diligent, and get that all set so you're in good shape. Beyond that, really just make sure you get registered on the training provider registry and start thinking about how you'll test your new drivers in a way that would meet the federal standard. From my understanding, it is predominantly a self-certification that says, hey, the test that I am applying or giving to these drivers meets these standards. So start thinking about it. I know in Pennsylvania, our Department of Transportation uh, should be working on a model test that our contractors can download and use that meet the federal standards. Of course, they don't have to use it if they don't want to, but it's, you know, our folks will benefit from having a, a model. So yeah, beyond that, take your time, be diligent, be thorough, and I think you'll be just fine. Yeah, and that's good advice. Uh, you know, one final question for you, Ryan, and it's been so much great information that you have provided. Do you think, I mean, there are going to be some changes people have to adapt to, but on balance, you know, wh- what do you view the changes with respect to ELDT and their impact on, you know, private school bus operators? Is it, you know, something that's just going to be, uh, you know, slight, slight t- tweaks and enhancements? Or is it something more comprehensive? How would you categorize it? So it's, it's a little of both. It's a comprehensive, a very large number of small tweaks. 
Like I mentioned before, Pennsylvania is in great shape. Our school bus training is already pretty robust. You know, we meet all these standards already. It's more so we just have to be more deliberate in what we are exactly testing. So in the event of an audit, you say, no, look, we've hit all 93 topics through these questions. It matches up. All our instructors are good. So really, it seems like more of a record-keeping change for us, more so than an actual training change. On its face to a new driver, yes, it's going to sound really daunting, 93 topics, 303 practices, but really, it's not a huge shift for us. In other states, that may not be the case. Of course, I can't speak for anybody, but I think Pennsylvania, we're, we're really in good shape. Well, and, you know, that's all, you know, part of, you know, why I asked the question. So, you know, so folks do remove part of the fear factor. We'll, you know, we'll get through this. And and, and as you pointed out, it's, it's really in, in a lot of places just codifying what folks have been do- doing all along. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A lot of these yeah. places, um, you're probably already teaching a lot of what the federal government is requiring. You just... Now it's just broken out specifically as something that needs to be taught. I would be surprised if there was really any state that is all of a sudden there's this brand new training that they hadn't been discussing prior and going through. I think really it's just predominantly that record keeping that's going to be the biggest shift for the majority of people. Great. Once again, at NSTA, the bus stop, Ryan Delger, he's executive director of the Pennsylvania School Bus Association. Hey, Ryan, lots of great information on ELDT. If folks want to reach out to you or the association, how can they find you? Sure. There's a couple ways. They just have a general question for the association and doesn't necessarily have to go to me. They can email us at office at paschoolbus.org or call us at 717-975-1951. If they want to reach me directly, just dial that number. My extension is 500, and my email is rdellinger at paschoolbus.org. All right, great. Once again, Ryan Delger, he's the executive director of the Pennsylvania School Bus Association. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us at NSTA, the bus stop. Yep. Thanks for having me, Kurt. Always a pleasure.